Welcome back to the Public Announcement Podcast, and today in my episode I will be focusing on minimalism, as many of you might have already figured out by the title or the description, and we will be mainly focusing on how minimalism have lost its way and what it actually means to be a minimalist and what it shouldn't be confused with. And why is it important to understand something before you actually start practicing it? So first of all, before we start off, I would say we shall define minimalism and what it actually means and what it actually is. So minimalism as it is, is supposed to make you think about what you buy and your relationship to objects. So let's say that you have few utilities or few objects that you use on your everyday basis, so therefore you have a certain relationship to them. Let's say you are a graphic designer, so you probably have some graphic programs, even a computer, maybe some accessories to this computer, you still have some kind of a relationship with that object, and that object is due to you. You wouldn't like your computer to be destroyed, nor your programs to be deleted, nor your computer appliances, you know, to be just destroyed mindlessly. There is a certain purpose for the object in question. But um, what minimalism strives to do is sort of tries to ask the question if you really need that object. And it's supposed to be that think before you buy type of mindset, where you actually think about the things you are buying and whether you actually need them or they are more like one use or no use at all, or you just sort of like them and are deciding based on the emotions. Minimalism is supposed to make you buy and consume things based on some kind of rationale, not on just emotions that I like this thing or this is the best things I've seen so far or I have to buy something. But many people think that minimalism is about cutting corners wherever you can and just minimizing your budget to an absolute uh, lowest sum possible per month. And the guy who saves the most money at the end of the month wins some kind of a lottery prize or something. But this is not it. It's more of a reaction to the consumer society. But these are well, pretty much the main problems that trouble the minimalism. And these are the fake minimalists you'll see going around ranting about this. There were a few articles released about uh, how you should go early into retirement. And while I fully agree that if you've got the monetary monetary support and if you've got everything figured out, you can go and retire early. I mean, why not enjoy the life as soon as it's possible? I mean, nobody likes to be stuck into the rat race for 40 years or work his ass off for 40 years and then just become old. But minimalism became sort of a way for people to save cash. And in a certain sense, minimalism is a way to save cash, but it shouldn't be regarded as one. Minimalism, as I already mentioned, should be you thinking about what you are supposed to buy. It's not about saving money at the end of the day. It's about buying things that you actually need. And at the end of the day, you might not even save money. You might spend more money, but you spend them more usefully than if you would just buy random stuff. But many people save money in a way that's harmful to them or counterproductive to their belief in the long run. Many people are able to drastically put down the quality of their life and we are not just talking about the basic quality of life, we are also talking about some kind of emotional quality of life. Many people have some little hobbies or little things that sort of fulfill them and it brings them a little joy. Many of these things require you to spend some money on them. Nothing is free. So, for example, if somebody's a coffee lover, he might uh, go around every day and get a different cup of coffee or just might get just a cup of coffee at a good place and therefore he spends a little bit of money, but he gets happiness in return. 
Now, the minimalists of today, or the fake minimalists, would say, oh, you have to eliminate that cup of coffee because it doesn't really serve you. But that's the main problem. It does. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that... Uh, but at the end of the day, it's important to keep yourself happy. And if somebody enjoys a cup of coffee, then why not enjoy a cup of coffee? Now, it has to be recognized that people who just don't have money are not minimalists and people who are just poor are not minimalists. Just because you cannot afford something does not mean that you don't actually need it. Sometimes people cannot afford food, cannot afford water or don't have access to it. This does not make them a minimalist automatically. But again, if you've got the monetary means and you've got a stable job, let's say, why not live your life to the fullest? And I mean that literally. Why live like a monk? I guess that some people take pleasure in it, and I do understand that it's a reaction to the modern world, but you have to understand that these are radical decisions you're making, and you're basing them off like one video or one influencer that probably told you about minimalism, or you not even understanding what minimalism is about in the first place. Some people apply very radical techniques to get to the early retirement, and then you really have to ask yourself a question. You know, if you budget your entire life, that you go into the early retirement with like, there was even an article you can survive with 300k and go into early retirement, which I kind of disagree with. But you know, just for the sake of just for the sake of an example, let's say that every month you budgeted what in my country maybe let's say 1,000 euros, right? Maybe even less. Let's let's work with 1,000, right? If you're renting a place, because of course minimalists don't buy a place, you don't really need a house, you can just rent one, right? Uh, you also need to buy food, you probably need to pay for some basic bills, like the phone bill or something. And then of course, if you have a car, or maybe, let's say, let's assume that you're a true minimalist and you don't have to car, you probably have to pay for the tickets for the public transport. I mean, it's kind of living life like a monk and that is what I don't like I'm not saying that you shouldn't save money but I'm saying that save money until it's comfortable because once you start saving money and it's kind of like deteriorating your uh, way of life it's not really good because you're not really enjoying your life many people want to go to an early retirement so they don't have to work their ass off anymore and therefore we could say that many people want to go to an early retirement because they just want to enjoy their lives as they are of course you need money because you cannot just say I'm stopping to work and now just give, give me some cash. What most of the people also do is effectively destroy their health by eating very cheap food and using usually products of lesser quality. Maybe some clothing or they live in areas which are dangerous because well the rent is lower there. I mean, you've got to understand that your health is your top priority. If you don't have your health, you cannot really achieve things. So, and a diet, and a good and balanced diet, is the basic way to get your health into normal. You cannot just say that, uh, oh, I will now eat only canned food because I am a minimalist. Minimalism, again, is not supposed to be about saving money. It's supposed to be like you are thinking about the products you're buying and if you truly know what your diet is and you want to have a balanced out and good diet you have to buy fruits that are a bit ex more expensive but at the end of the day you can all sum it up under the i'm trying to eat healthy and have a balanced diet thing and that's quite a nice goal to strive for and i would say it's worth spending your money and i really don't get those people who are maybe they have they have very good salaries 
but they still try to live this monk way. I understand people who are in poverty and they try to save up some money that they have to cart corners even when it's not comfortable for them. But why make your life less comfortable when you can make it a little bit more comfortable? There is nothing... Um, there is nothing heroic, there is nothing really uh, admirable about living in poor conditions just because you chose to. Many people would die to live a middle class life, you know, that they would have middle class income. That's what I'm pretty much saying. And many people reject this and they are just like, oh no, I'm going to become a minimalist and I'm not going to even buy anything. I'm going to have the same shirt all year long. Again, it makes your situation more uncomfortable and that is really something I don't understand. Why would somebody effectively go their way uh, to make their situation more uncomfortable? So what are the solutions to the problems or how can you actually become a minimalist and actually live the life of a minimalist the way it is intended? Now, first of all, you have to understand that every way of life you choose has to be adaptable to you and your needs. Each of us are individuals, each of us have their individual needs and wants. And therefore, living a life is an individual journey. You cannot just read a book about minimalism and then say, oh, this applies to me, because it doesn't. Because the person who wrote it wrote some general rules, but some of them may not apply to you. It is the same thing as what I said at the beginning with the cup of coffee. If you really like coffee and you're a coffee lover, why not buy the coffee and why not just enjoy it? Or maybe somebody is collecting, I don't know, video games, books, or has a collection of any sorts. At the end of the day, a collection of items doesn't really have any added value to it. I mean, you can collect like collectible items, but most of the people who have like these giant collections, they don't just sell the items or they don't buy the items because they want to sell them. They buy the items because they have a collection and they want to make themselves happy. And whenever they look at the collection, they are happy. I personally have a collection of these uh, video game statues and whenever I look at it, it kind of fills me with joy that I collected so many of them and I can look at them every day. It's a privilege that I have, but of course I had to spend money on them. And in no way is this a non-minimalistic way of living. I'm not per se a minimalist, I'm just saying that if you really like something and you enjoy it and it costs you money, it doesn't necessarily have to go out of your budget just so you have to prove that you're a true minimalist or you have to live like a monk. Another thing is, and this is uh, tightly connected, is that minimalism is not supposed to be a showing off mechanism. It's not heroic to be an ultra minimalist where you don't even enjoy life. I mean, nobody's going to admire at the end of the day. It's always just going to be that... Uh, I don't know, you're just going to miss out on a big part of life that you're never going to get back. And many people also do it to, protect, to protest against the anti-consumer society, but at least do it right. I mean, you can be an anti-consumer society person, but that means that you buy items that you're only actually going to use or that bring you some value. You don't just buy stupid stuff. And that is exactly it. One thing that has to be mentioned is that many people get the rush or get the joy from just buying things. And that is the exact thing I'm saying that you should think about before buying. Many people buy because they're happy and then they say, oh, I bought it because I liked it and I was happy at that moment. That is not what I'm talking about and that is not the behavior I'm, I'm saying is correct. 
What I'm basically saying is that if you think about an item and you say this will bring me long-term joy or long-term happiness and it does cost a little money and it does not have a direct function, do not need it for the survival. But even with minimalism, there are some lessons to be learned. And as I already mentioned, one of the main ones is that the value of the product should be your utmost, utmost concern and what value can it bring to you. And it's also another lesson that can be learned is that it's okay to buy things that make you happy and to invest in your hobbies. Because even though if you are never going to use those things directly, they make you happy. And it's important to understand that minimalism is a personal journey just as um, any other way of life. And it has its own set of rules or set of own set of laws or codexes. But never be sort of overwhelmed by the expectations of others. Many people think of minimalists as these ultra-saving types that have to have their finances in order. You don't even have to be a minimalist. I think you don't have, you don't need to take pride in buying every month new clothes or new items that you don't really need. I think every one of us could use a little bit of thought and forethinking before buying anything. But I think it's important to mention that minimalism should only make you think about it and minimalism should not be used as, as an excuse for obsessive money saving schemes and that is why i think that minimalism is quite important but in the modern world it sort of lost its meaning and lost its original way and it should be regained back because as i mentioned there are many important lessons to be learned and yeah that is pretty much it for this podcast and thank you for listening and we'll see here each other in two weeks.